coming soon to theaters. Get down on your knees and pray. But Jesus, where are you going? Into the wilderness. But why? Don't ask, little lady. This Christmas, the Son of God will meet the ultimate evil. If you're hungry, why not change that stone into a loaf of bread? I will not be tempted by you, Satan. One film to finally open your eyes. I am the living cheese. Eat me, and you will live forever. But first, smear me and pick a lily. Right, well, this is Rufus Malabar on Film Review, and I'm talking once again to Randy Jumper. Did you call me Randy? Can I call you Randy? No! Please? No! Okay, dandy. Now, that was a taster of Martin Scorchese's... Cheesies? Yes, Cheesies, controversial new film, The Last Temptation of Crisp, which has again led theologians to mass debate. Randy? Dandy. Dandy. Thoughts? Well, many Crispians will be outraged by this Mm. depiction of Jesus. Indeed. And by the director's interpretation of the Holy Baby Bell. I think Scorchese may have finally flipped. Yes, Randy. Dandy. Sorry, Dandy. Well, there are rumours that the next two planned features again rely on food-based narrative, with a particular focus on dairy-based products. Yes, well, his early films, such as Mean Treats and New Yorkie Stories, revolved around chocolates with a biscuit base. Then, of course, there's Crepe Fear. Yes. Where does he go from here? Well, apparently, a remake of Philadelphia is planned, followed by a movie based on the teachings of philosopher Socrates. Well, he's certainly come a long way since the 1990s good cheddars, but perhaps the wrong way. Uh, moving swiftly on? Yes, moving swiftly on. Oh, oh dear. Oh, you know what's next, don't you? Oh, don't tell me. Yes, yet another episode of the Electric Shed. Shed? Yes, Shed. Oh, why do they bother? Oh, I don't know. No one listens. Well, apart from us. Shut up. Uh, I don't know why those boys don't just cut their hair and get a job in the city like we did. Yes. Um, uh, have you finished with that? Mm, yes, yes. <coughs> Homegrown. Oh. Yes, yes, I've got the hydroponics and everything. Smashing. Well, let's get it over with. I always wear fabrics that give me a fluid, moving silhouette. My dearest Homo sapiens, this is the voice of the electric head. You are being exploited. Foolishly, many of your race consider themselves to represent the pinnacle of the evolutionary process, whereas in fact, living human bodies are grown to serve a super-organism. The truth is, 
that you are cells within the body of a giant woodlouse called Wolfgang Montgolfier. With the advantage of over 400 million years of wisdom, the woodlice who serve this great being walk amongst you in human form. Many of the most prominent figures in human history have been made entirely out of woodlice with delicately painted shells who, hooking their little legs together, gripping onto each other's backs and balling up, have controlled you like pieces on a chessboard. My friends, wherever you are, look closely at those around you, particularly those in control, and you will see the truth of what I say. But remember, share this information with no one. I trained for seven months with NASA. I got right to the last hurdle, but then they told me that there's no cross-dressers allowed in space. Fair dues. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're, you're too kind. You're too kind. Listen, listen. Uh, I've been singing this next song for around 15 years. But tonight, someone very special is going to going to be joining me on the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to put your hands together for Miss Angela Lansbury. Thank you. Thank you. You're all too kind. Would you, would you sing with me, Angela? I'd be delighted. October 16th and 1925 An actress gave birth to the greatest woman alive She's never won an Emmy But man, she won my heart Angela Lansbury Well, I loved you from the start Angela, Angela, yes, Jessica Fletcher and murder, she hopes, she hopes, she hopes, she hopes, man, a lady like that could show a man like me the ropes, oh, the ropes, they say you're an <laughs> one I'd love to be inside, Dress up like Miss Marple and I'll take you for a ride. Angela, 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 baby, yeah, please tell me you're single. Oh, I'm single now. 
Hold that wand between your fingertips and make my bed not tingle. Then Angela, honey, twist it gently to the right. To the right. Make me feel like the bed is flying up higher than a kite. Angela, Angela. Angela, 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 please marry me. We'll honeymoon in the boo boo and bob along beneath the sea. Angela, 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 would you marry me? Fuck off. My delightful lady hole has been compared to the gullet of an angry squid. Would you children like to see it? Do you know another word for lady hole? C-U-N-O. The police are here. I have to escape out of a window. And now on Spring Watch, we head over to Toll Puddle Farm to watch the lambs gambling in the fields. Two little ducks, twenty-two. Legs, eleven. Two fat ladies, eighty-eight. What's that? House? Ah, oh, come on now, no cheating. Davros. That's it, that's the one. But that, uh, that makes four. Yes, D'Artagnan wasn't a musketeer. Oh. Captain. Yes? Have we anything left to eat? Ah, half a starfish. They don't have brains, you know. Musketeers? No, starfish. More's the pity. There's a lot of sustenance in brains. So, uh, that's all we have left. Afraid so? Still, I'd shake you by the hand, Captain Bagbeard, if I had any hands. If you hadn't had those emergency supplies stored in your beard, we'd be... Well, we could, uh, we could shake hooks. Proto Grande! I'm Gloria Seagull, White Buttock Sandwich, Glory Hole Sinclair, and welcome to another Hands on Art. But keep your hands off me, although I'd let Francis Bacon put electric clamps on my nipples. <sighs> this week I'm having dinner with Damien Hurst. No, not the artist, but an Irish plumber who's found a new vocation and is causing a stir by being tipped to win the Turner Prize. So join me as I visit his semi-detached house in Dagenham, and we put our hands on a load of art. Proto-bello-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-
Pronto Bellamissio Grande Gloria. Thank you so much for inviting me over to dinner. It's uh, what an unusual decor. Yeah, so we've been working on it for many months. Listeners, uh, just for your benefit, it's well pink and red with soft cushions and pillows. It's very cosy. So it should be, Gloria. Can you take a guess at the concept? Well, with all these drapes and the red lighting, I, well, I'm not sure. A brothel? Gloria, you're missing the point entirely. It's a womb. Well, I can see it's a room. No, it's a womb. Oh, a womb. Oh, yes, I see. Uh, that's the umbilical cord wrapped around the banister, is it? No, you're getting it. Yes, visitors experience a feeling of safety and warmth. Right. It's like being a fetus. And when they step outside the front door, they're reborn. And they see the world for the very first time. Right, and uh, what was that hoop-like thing I had to climb through by the front door? I almost broke my neck. That, Gloria, is the cervix. The curtains and blinds represent the labium majus and minus. I see, and, uh, well, I don't really want to ask, but where are we now? Stood in the downstairs fallopian tube. The black fur trim around the front door is made from a collection of my wife's clippings. And the pink door knocker. Well, I think it speaks for itself. Right, I feel more like a guy to colleges than a dinner guest. Relax, Gloria. You were invited. It's not as if you're intruding, is it? Oh, wait. Stay exactly as you are. Don't move a muscle. What precisely are you doing? Uh, for the benefit of you at home without television, Mr. Hurst has put a, a... Well, I don't know. Some kind of cardboard tube in his mouth. What What are you doing? What is it? Sacine par and pipe. I beg your pardon? It is not a pipe. I can see that. It may surprise you to learn, Gloria, that I turned my body into a pinhole camera. Really? Yes. It's a delicate process. First, I swallow a cocktail of light-sensitive chemicals, and then a strip of photographic film. I place this lens into my mouth, like so, and the light passing down my throat forms an image on the surface. Yes, and then I suppose you just nip down to the local chemist, Mr. Hess. No, no, my lower intestine works as a darkroom, where the film is gradually processed and, well, eventually pops out. Well... Well, that is what I call an artistic movement. <laughs> the physiological and artistic processes are combined, Gloria, so that even my digestion is a creative process. Although I must admit, I have had some difficulties passing any enlargements on aid. Have you considered widening your aperture? Oh, very good. No, but I... Oh, wait a minute. What wait. is it? Oh, 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 it's a... Oh, it's a... It's a portrait, Gloria. Oh, oh my God. Are you right? It's, it's coming through. It's... Oh, my goodness. There. What do you think of that? Well, uh, frankly, Mr. Hurst, uh, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, love, yeah. Yeah, I went down to the doctor's on Sunday, yeah. Uh, he says that lump's nothing to worry about, it's just me sea legs. Alright, mate, alright. Lucky I found them, really. Hey, hey. Oh, hang on, I've got to go. I'll speak to you later, love, right? Yeah, what is it, mate? Hey, hey mate, sir, do you want to hear some poetry? Uh, not really, mate. Oh, go on, mate, you like it? Alright, make it quick. Alright. <clears throat> Hello, we be a home, a Right, uh, what the fuck was that about? Conventional language has no place in true poetry, mate. Think about it. Think about it. I bid you welcome, my friends, 
to the Centennial Exposition, 1876. Come closer, ladies and gentlemen, as we celebrate 100 years of the United States of America. You will be excited and astounded by what you will see here tonight. Be astonished as Brimstone Bedstraw McKeevy spits a jet of tobacco juice 200 feet by tonics, bitters, liniments, curative soaps and homemade suppositories at the Tonkiki Medicine Show. But first, a vision of America's future as two of our country's most accomplished inventors take to the stage. Let me first introduce you to Charles Goodnight. Ladies and gents, horseback transportation can cause hemorrhoids that can bring a rider to the ground. This fine cavalryman's career has been ended by an attack of swollen piles. See? But now, with my patented electric hemorrhoid remedy, his troubles are over. Sit down, son. Well, I know it's hard, but watch in wonder, as one dose from my galvanic phoretic battery makes him feel hale and hearty once again. <laughs> Is there, is there a doctor in the house? Uh, it may need some tweaking. Wow! That, yeah, yeah. Charles Goodlight there and his electric hemorrhoid remedy machine. That was fabulous. That was so good. And now, our second inventor, Mr. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. <clears throat> Good evening. My idea is simple. To change sounds into electrical signals and send them along this wire and change them back into sounds again. I call it the telephone, from the Greek words meaning far speaker. This instrument will take over from the electric telegraph and aid communication thus bringing humanity closer together. I have developed this together with my esteemed colleague, Thomas Watson, and with the encouragement of America's foremost electrical scientist, Joseph Henry. Wait, uh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on, <laughs> it looks like somebody must have grabbed hold of the other mouthpiece. Uh, 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 hello? Hello, can you hear me? Who's there? Watson, is that you? Hello, this is Bell and Rudiger. What? Who? Am I speaking to Mr. Bell? Yes. Y yes, it is. Well, this is Mr. Bell and Rudiger calling on behalf of Telecommunications Direct. I just wondered if you'd be interested in switching over to a new call plan. <laughs> My dearest Homo Sapiens, you have been listening to the final episode of The Electric Head. Congratulations! You have been selected from thousands of names to receive a sum of money to spend as you 
wish on electric head goods. It could be various amounts from 10 million pounds to absolutely nothing whatsoever. To claim your award, sign your own forehead and post yourself Promptly to... Holy Roman Emperor Captain Charles Claxton, Commander-in-Chief, National Holographic Possum Menagerie, Underground Storage Site, The Palace of Versailles, Yang Chow, Kent, England. No stamp required, but don't delay, and your reward will be released within 5,000 light years, along with a book from which you can choose your goods. It's a Simple as that. However, please note, we are unable to release your award unless you email us your full bank account details to theelectrichead at hotmail.co.uk. Thank you. No, really, thank you. It's been fun. Good night. Alright, well, there you go, six episodes. Nice ones, I. Well yeah, done. Cheers, Al. Yeah, right. yeah, it's all pretty funny stuff. Isn't yeah, it? Gloria, so. what about you? <laughs> I thought it was Pronto Bellavisia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, mate? Well, I thought it was fat as shit. <laughs> Rufus? I loved it, Dandy. Yeah. Oh, I had a ball. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Blackbeards? Who got a hole in a bar? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. Delahue? Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Tom. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,